Hi everyone, happy Easter. Um, it's Sarah here. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I am the senior ministry assistant at CCW. Um, and I hope you're having a wonderful um, Easter Sunday. Um, although we're really scattered apart right now, we are trying to come together in whatever ways we can. And one of those ways is this Easter podcast. On this podcast, you will get to hear our band play, which is always a delight. They actually have a new song on this podcast, so make sure to listen for that. We'll also have some scripture reading, um, and we will have a panel discussion with the exec team on the imagery they think of when they think of the resurrection of Jesus. Um, I know it's been really difficult during the last few weeks at this time of self-isolating and quarantining and social distancing. Um, but I'm really excited to be able to come together with all of you like this and to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. So stay safe, keep washing your hands, and we'll hope you enjoy.
Our scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. Hear the word of God. Very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, the women went to the tomb, bringing the fragrant spices they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. They didn't know what to make of this. Suddenly two men were standing beside them in gleaming bright clothing. The women were frightened and bowed their faces toward the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He isn't here, but he has been raised. Remember what he told you while he was still in Galilee. The human one must be handed over to sinners, be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words. When they returned from the tomb, they reported all these things to the eleven and all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Jonah, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. Their words struck the apostles as nonsense, and they didn't believe the women. But Peter ran to the tomb. When he bent over to look inside, he saw only the linen cloth. Then he returned home, wondering what had happened. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. So we're uh, here with the executive team, the assistant directors and ministry assistants. Why don't everybody unmute real quick and say hello real quick. Hello. What's up? Hello. Hello. Hey. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, we've got Austin and Sydney and Ty and Sarah and Brooke and Jess and Michelle and Aziza all here. Did I say everybody's name? Did I get everybody? Um, I think I did. Okay, cool. Um, and we just wanted to take a few minutes and like really kind of think about the resurrection. It's Easter Sunday. That's when this podcast is dropping. And uh, we thought that it might be interesting to just talk together for a few minutes, sort of like a, a Zoom roundtable, um, some thoughts around the resurrection. Just want to read uh, some scripture just to continue this, this theme that we've already been in coming out of John chapter 20. Um, verse 11, Mary stood outside near the tomb crying as she, and as she cried, she bent down to look into the tomb. She saw two angels dressed in white, seated where the body of Jesus had been, one at the head and one at the foot. The angels asked her, woman, why are you crying? She, re she replied, they have taken away my Lord and I do not know where they've put him. As soon as she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she replied, sir, if you have carried him away, tell him where you have put him, tell me where you've put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, don't hold on to me for I haven't yet gone up to my father. Go tell my brothers and sisters and tell them I'm going up to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene left and announced to the disciples, I've seen the Lord. Then she told them what he had said to her. 
And I love this scripture for so many reasons. One, it's the, the first announcement of the gospel. Yes, by a woman. We can go ahead and say that out loud. Um, but I think also it just, there's so much in uh, these images um, around resurrection. And this is one of those stories that I think sort of brings out uh, the image of the resurrection. So I, um, I've already asked the team this and I'm hoping that um, it'll be inspiring for those of you who are listening. But I just asked them that when they think about resurrection, what's an image that comes to mind? Uh, what, is, what kind of picture do they think of when they think of resurrection? So we're just gonna, gonna, gonna go around the Zoom room and uh, just sort of hear real quick what some folks are thinking about. So uh, I actually wanna start with Austin. What do, you, what do you think of when you think of resurrection? What's the image? So I actually think back to when I was taking a, my environmental science class um, in community college. Um, but yeah. we go on these field trips often. And one time we went to kind of this woodsy area that had recently kind of had a fire or controlled burn. Um, and just seeing all of like the new sprouting life, like the green, like pines coming up through like this darkened soil and stuff. Like it was just so empowering to see how like resilient nature can be and how often it's reborn. So I think it, it speaks to more than just nature for me when I look at that, um, just because nature is able to speak to me so well. Um, but I, I just see uh, that, that we can thrive together and that there's this natural uh, rebirth and resurrection and everything. Oh, it's so good. What do, you, what do you think, Brooke? I think of the sunflower. And for the recording, I actually drew it. I'm really happy Aww. with it. Makes me very That's happy. So great. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think of a sunflower, and for me, um, a sunflower is just a really personal symbol of life and God's presence. Um, yeah, I think it's just like it's just like a personal symbol. Like that's what comes to mind for me, um, flowers. And there's just like, there's something that's so utterly cheery about a yellow flower. Mm. Like I can't think of sad things if I'm looking at a yellow flower. Yeah, Brooke, one of the things that I do uh, as my Easter observance is I um, will put flower, fresh flowers in my front window um, mm. and uh, and it's just sort of my way of like reminding myself of resurrection and new life. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a really great, powerful image, even though it's a simple image. Um, I want to hear from Jess also. What, what's your image? Um, for me, so my grandma always had this plant um, and it can live up to 25 years and it's called a resurrection plant. Actually, I'm not going to try to do the Latin. Um, but it can go dormant for years. Um, it can be put through like long droughts and long winters. Um, and it's just beautiful to me that a plant being put through such harsh conditions um, can decide to come back to bring beauty to the people and the world that deprived them of those things in the first place. Um, so that is resurrection to me. That's so good. And 
interestingly enough, because of how my furniture has been moved in my front room up there, um, I'm going to actually buy some plants <laughs> this year. Um, and so let's pray that uh, the plants don't go dormant um, as I remind myself of the power of the resurrection. Um, so y'all be praying for the plants uh, that are coming into my house. Uh, Michelle, what about you? What do you think of? What Im images do you see when you think of resurrection? When I think of resurrection, I think of intense light and bright blue sky. Mm. And I think of sort of that warmth and joy and energy that you get um, that sort of fills your body when you go outside and, and feel that, um, that light and sunshine. Beautiful. Oh man, thanks for that. That's a, yeah, I, I can even kind of sense that right now, like just thinking about that. What, what do you think, Sydney? What, uh, what images do you think of? Yes, um, when I think of resurrection, I, um, I think about sunsets and sunrises. Um, I, well, partially because of that, um, that verse in Hosea that says, as surely as the sun rises, he will appear. Um, and I think about the faith that I have every time the sun sets, that it's going to rise again. Um, mm. And I think about the resurrection and the little deaths and resurrections we experience in our everyday life. So um, I'm just reminded when I look at the sunset and the sunrise that um, I can have the faith that like I'm resurrecting and that all things are resurrecting because of the resurrection of Jesus. Okay. Now, yes, <laughs> that's powerful. Oh man. Um, so really so many good nature environment images. I think that that um, says so much. And you're reminded that the resurrection takes place in a garden, right? In a garden tomb. And so I think that there's some really interesting connections there. Um, Aziza, what, what comes to mind when you think about resurrection? Yes, I think of childbirth. Mm. Um, and I think of a mother specifically who dies in childbirth uh, because just like what Sydney was saying, I think it's important to acknowledge that there is like death, right? Mm. That, um, that there is like this somberness right before the like life bursts through. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that image for me kind of captures like the balance of like joy, but also where it came from. Definitely. Because it's true, right? Like, we don't get to Easter without Good Friday. You know, unless a, a grain is buried in the ground and dies, it can't rise, you know, sprout up and become a great tree. And so I think that we have to be reminded of the reality that resurrection costs some, someone, somewhere. Um, that's real. Oh, so real. What about you, Sarah? What do you think? Yeah, so when I think of resurrection, I think of a raised fist um, because mm. I see resurrection as this act of revolution that moves us toward reconciliation. It takes us from the garden to the garden, right back to creation and the original goodness and like lack of shame that was there. And it just completely upends the status quo and it brings about like justice for all. And it's a promise of liberation and victory for everyone. 
And if I'm being really honest, sometimes I think of like bright red nails on the fist as like women were like there at the resurrection. Women are at the forefront of moving the church forward so often. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Right there. Renew, restore, rebuild. Rebuild, renew, restore right there. I, when, you, when you started talking about the fist, that's just kind of got this image of like Jesus, like his hand, like his fist, like just like punch. Like I'm not saying it right. Okay. So Ty, what do you think, man? What, what do you think of when you think of resurrection? Um, um, being a very technically minded person and likes to work on projects and things, something that uh, relates to me or something I can understand clearly is simply just like uh, an automotive vehicle uh, turning on, you know, when mm. I hop into my old truck and turn it on after having worked on it all day. Um, it's more or less not, not that the resurrection meaning uh, and the meaningful aspect being to me about where the truck is taking me, but how the truck was able to turn on. Um, mm. And it gives me the, uh, the knowledge and understanding of what went into it for it to, uh, to be able to come to life. Um, so the same, you know, for me, when it, when, and when we talk about resurrection and Jesus specifically of the, the things that we are uh, aware of and that we know about of what it took uh, to bring Jesus back. Mm. And uh, that's what um, I see in resurrection. And that's the uh, parallel to me in my life of what uh, communicates that to me. Wow. So like the power of the resurrection is like that, engine revving and like mm -hmm. yeah all the components um, that make up it uh that work together at once to make one thing happen so good yeah i i'm i mine is just, it's kind of obvious but i just i can't imagine anything else other than like a tomb being opened and like you know that tomb sort of opening and light flooding in and like dust is kind of flying everywhere because it's like just the elements are being disrupted and I don't know to me it's it resurrection is sort of the nothing is as final as we think it is and that even when the tomb gets closed and you know the dust kind of settles and it's supposed to be done this is it here comes resurrection with another not just like chapter, but like a whole like new concept of a story. Um, and I, oh man, I just, that's what I think of. That's the image that I get. But y'all, I wanna really just thank y'all for sharing all of those just really powerful images. I think that on one hand, resurrection uh, speaks uh, a very simple thing to us. Christ has risen from the dead and that has changed all of our stories. And then at the same time, Resurrection communicates many different things to each one of us, um, things that are in nature, things that are, um, but also like things that are created and, and mechanical things that are um, really bright and, and really kind of joyous, but also things that can be somber and reminds us of our frailty, of our mortality. And again, that resurrection sort of comes around and changes the dynamic of all of those narratives, all those stories. Um, so thanks everybody for sharing. Happy Easter, happy Resurrection Sunday, my friends. 
I've heard it said that the power of the resurrection makes generosity possible. This Easter, CCW is raising money to support efforts to provide hope and healing because of the coronavirus. We are asking our students to make a donation that will be sent to UMCOR, which is the United Methodist Committee on Relief. They are already at work building local capacity in 14 countries so that health professionals and community leaders can support people on the ground. They have also distributed 85,000 masks to medical workers here in the U.S. They want to do more, and we get the chance to be a part of the solution by partnering with this great organization. This is a tough time for most of us, but it is amazing what $2 can do in times of crisis. So we're inviting CCW to give whatever you can, whether it is $5 or $50. No gift is too small. Go to campustocity.org slash Easter and you can find all of the ways that you can give online. Let's continue to be a community that seeks to rebuild, renew, and restore. Take
so much for listening to the easter podcast we hope you enjoyed it and we really loved having this time of fellowship with you um please remember to stay engaged with our other content in the coming weeks we're dropping podcasts and blogs and videos and we're live streaming every sunday and wednesday at seven Um, we really miss all of you and please don't hesitate to reach out if you need anything at all we're here for you friends happy easter